Well, I would be part of trivia this morning. Got to get it together. So over the last few weeks, we have been in a series called It's Complicated. And we've been looking at the life of Abraham and Sarah. And if you've been here with us in worship or if you've been watching online, you know that Abraham's faith continued to grow stronger and stronger for each command that God asked of him. But it didn't come without difficult challenges. And so today, as we finish this series, we are going to explore a story that I think is super complicated. In Genesis chapter 22, where Abraham's faith is tested. Now, when Stephanie asked me to preach today, I don't know if you remember, I was here a few weeks ago, I got to preach to you all on money, and then she asked me to preach today, and of course I said, sure, I love being in modern worship, excuse me, love being in modern worship. Then I read the text, and I will tell you, I get Abraham sacrificing Isaac, and I'm like, really? Really? Now, this isn't the norm, but I think what is normal about it is somehow I keep drawing the short straw when it comes to who's preaching which weekend. But we are going to dive into this text today, and no matter how complex or difficult it is, how much we may wrestle with it, we are going to, I hope, find the beauty of not only Abraham's faith in God, but God's faithfulness to Abraham, and to us. So before I <clears throat> actually read this scripture, uh, this scripture today, I want to set the stage for what's been going on in case you have missed the last few weeks. So Abraham has been asked by God to, to uproot his, his life and to move to this land that he's promised. He then promises Abraham and Sarah at a very old age that they will have a child, an heir to the kingdom, Isaac. And they even waited years after this promise was made. And so Abraham was truly faithful. And now he's come to this time, even after he's had a child with Hagar, he's come to this time where God is asking something that I cannot even imagine. So let's begin. We're going to start in Genesis chapter 22, verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord. After these things, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had shown him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. 
Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked together, and Isaac said to his father, Abraham, father. And he said, here I am, my son. He said, the fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore, and your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham lived at Beersheba. This is the word of God for the people of God. So as we look at this text and we think about what has happened up to this point, all along Abraham has been faithful to God, and he's trusting in God's promise to bring him descendants through Isaac. And I can only imagine this command from God comes truly unexpected. I mean, Isaac, no matter how old he was at the time, there's some discrepancy on how old he was, but he wasn't a baby as sometimes we see in stories. He was older than that. He could carry the wood and the knife up to the mountain with Abraham. But we see in this scripture how serious faith is, our faith in God. And Abraham is an example of that tremendous faith. Now, God has asked him to sacrifice Isaac, but if that happens, there won't be any descendants as God has promised. So this doesn't really make a lot of sense to to Abraham But how does Abraham respond? He says, here I am. He says it on more than one occasion. He completely and fully surrenders to God. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were in 
Abraham's shoes, I would have asked tons of questions. And because I am an Enneagram six, I what if everything to death. And I would have what ifed, and I would have asked questions, and I would have begged him to make a different decision. But in life's challenges, we, like Abraham, have to decide whether we are going to rely on our own logic, what makes sense to us, or if we're going to rely on God's promise. We see throughout Scripture, not just in the Old Testament, but all through the New Testament, that God is the commander and God is the provider. Abraham trusts that God will find a way to bring life to this deadly scenario. And we don't know really, Scripture doesn't tell us in Genesis what is going through Abraham's mind. We can only imagine the emotion that he's feeling. But in Hebrews in the New Testament, we see that it says, Abraham reasoned that God would raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead because Isaac was spared at the end. He also demonstrates his great faith in God in a couple of the scriptures that I just want to call out that we read. First in verse 5, he says, we will go up and worship Abraham and Isaac. We will go up and worship and we will then come back to you. He doesn't say, I will then come back to you. He says, we, Isaac and I will come back to you. And it took great faith in God to trust that God would spare Isaac. He was going to be obedient and trust God, while at the same time, he was looking at this as an opportunity to worship, as an opportunity to continue in his relationship with God, knowing in his heart that God is also faithful. And then in verse 8, when Isaac asks Abraham, he says, Father, where is the, the lamb? We don't have the offering with us. And Abraham responds, God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. He trusted because God had provided so many times before. No matter how long it took, God provided. And Abraham continued to be patient turned this challenging situation in an opportunity by fully and, trust, fully and completely trusting in God's provision. So let me ask you, how willing are you to give up something that seems to give your life meaning? If you're like me, the people and friends, family and friends are who I treasure. I can't imagine giving anyone up, no matter what the circumstances are. But clearly, Abraham had a great love for his son. But on top of that, he had a great and faithful love for God. He allowed nothing, not even his love for his son, to come between 
him and his faith, him and his relationship with God. He believed that God's command to sacrifice Isaac wouldn't contradict God's promise and God's love that he had for him and shown him over all this time. He believed that God would provide and that God would do what God has always done, continued to be faithful. Through this scripture, we are even reminded of this mirror image of Christ's death and resurrection. The miracle of God providing new life in a situation where death is anticipated. God provided a lamb to take the place of Isaac, but there was no lamb to take the place of Jesus because Jesus was the lamb. And you and I have our hope in this life, in the midst of whatever challenging things may be going on in and around us. We have the hope for eternity because of what our faithful God has done for us in Christ. Now, as we finish this series I think it's really provided us a glimpse into the complicated life of Abraham and Sarah and just all of the struggles that they had along the way. They weren't perfect. They were an imperfect people, just like we are trying to make the best of the circumstances that they are in. But we see in Scripture, we see throughout this series, we've seen Abraham's great faith. We've seen Abraham live in obedience to God, where his faith was developed and his relationship with God flourished and was strengthened. And the same is true for us. God continues to be faithful and God continues to provide, no matter what we may be going through, no matter what may be going on around us. We have an opportunity to worship our God. We can glance at our circumstances, but I hope that in the midst of that, we will gaze at our God. Even when he didn't understand why, Abraham trusted who. And I pray that all of us will do the same, no matter what challenges in life we may face. Amen.